Schools have largely been dominated by Chromebooks because they're cheap and flexible. Well, Microsoft wants a piece of that market, is looking to take on Google with its new Surface Laptop SE. But will teachers even care? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me is CNET laptop expert, Laura Grunin. Welcome, Laura. Hello. So what exactly is the Surface Laptop SE, and, and how does it differ from the rest of the Surface lineup? It's really Surface in name only, in part because that's Microsoft's laptop line. Um, but it's essentially entry-level Chromebook hardware that's locked to Windows 11 SE instead of Chrome OS. Okay, and, and, and what exactly is Windows SE or Windows 11 SE? Uh, Windows 11 SE is essentially a stripped-down version of Windows that's locked to specific hardware and can run in four gigabytes of RAM. It's got some interface tweaks to make it more conducive to kids' needs, and really, so it looks more like Chrome OS. It backs everything up to OneDrive, and in fact, there's no access to local storage. Okay, so yeah, very much like, like Chromebook. I'm, I'm curious what the SE stands for, School Edition? It, according to Microsoft, it doesn't stand for anything, which is kind of odd. Uh, my teammate Josh Goldman said that Microsoft should have called it Windows 11 ABC instead, which I actually like a lot. Yeah, that's a lot cuter and definitely more applicable. Uh, so how much is this Surface Laptop SE? Uh, it starts at $249, uh, technically $250, uh, with a higher-end configuration going for $329. And it gives you exactly the same thing as you'd get in a Chromebook, 4 or 8 gigabytes of RAM, uh, a Celeron or Pentium M processor, 64 or 128 gigabytes of storage used to cache the local files when you're working offline, Wi-Fi 6 and, and etc. Okay, so, I mean, pretty much, like you said, a Chromebook. Uh, those those things already dominate the education market. So how do you think this is going to fare? <laughs> um, <laughs> there's several issues here. Uh, for one, Microsoft has unsuccessfully tried to carve out a piece of the market in the past. And this looks a bit better in some ways. The laptops are cheaper for one, which was a big problem before. But Microsoft doesn't fare as well when it's not the incumbent. The other is, in my opinion, this is a really bad time to buy new hardware, especially in volume, unless you absolutely need to. You know, their chip and supply shortages have been driving prices up. And Microsoft doesn't really address holes in Chrome-based solutions that make it worth taking the plunge immediately, unless you're already on a Windows infrastructure. But the devil's in the details, and for all I know, Microsoft's nailed those. For our listeners' benefit, uh, can you talk a little bit about why and how Google got so popular in the education market? Uh, yeah, it was in the right place at the right time with just enough of the right solution. Well, at least that's my theory. So yeah, because I mean, we've seen Apple also try to breach this with the with the pricier iPad, and it's kind of come away with mixed results, right? Uh, yeah, um, and you know, partly that can be attributed to the fact that, as you mentioned, it was too expensive, and that it didn't come with a keyboard. Right, right. Uh, so going going back to Windows SE, uh, you know, you said it was it was kind of a lockdown version or a stripped down version. I'm curious how or what some of those benefits of Windows SE are, and how it compares to that previous stripped down version of Windows Windows 10s. Well, in theory, it does look a lot better than Windows 10s. Um, it's designed better for working. Uh, online and offline. Uh, I think it offers easier deployment for IT admins. 
uh, it has a more kid-friendly interface, which of course looks a lot more like Chrome. Uh, and it integrates better with Microsoft's education tools that are used by teachers. Got it. And, and what are some of the limitations of SE? I don't really know yet because I haven't had a chance to look at it. Uh, I guess one of my big questions is how well it will scale up for older kids because no IT department likes fragmented ecosystems. That and how much IT admins like Microsoft's Intune device security software. Got it. And, and uh, I know this is right now we're talking about the Surface Laptop SE, which is made by Microsoft, but are other vendors going to start introducing their own low-cost Windows 11 SE laptops as well? All the usual Chromebook manufacturers will be announcing their models running up to the BET EdTech conference in January. And those include companies like Acer, Asus, Dell, HP, and Lenovo. I, I imagine it's fairly easy for these vendors to jump on this, right? They're, they're basically taking their existing Chromebook hardware and just slapping in new software, or is it, is, it, is it more than that? It may be more than that, because one of the reasons that Microsoft had to develop Windows 11 SE is because of TPM. Windows 11 will only run on notebooks that have TPM2 enabled. And I'm sorry, what, what, what is TPM and TPM2? It's security firmware. And it's a controversial requirement of Windows 11. So it had to develop a version of Windows 11 that could run in four gigabytes of RAM. Because I dare anybody to try any other version of Windows running in four gigabytes. Right, right. So, and, and that's part of the, that's been part of the the easy sell for Chromebooks, right? L lower RAM, lighter and more flexible uh, software able to run on this this cheaper hardware, right? Exactly. Right, and Windows really couldn't compete with that unless it created its own customized stripped down version for SE or for the for these for these cheaper laptops. Yeah, and frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if this is just Microsoft's first step into the whole new Windows 11 SE ecosystem. Uh, you know, and they'll probably come up, come out with updates rolling out over the future that may make it better or worse <laughs> uh, or more flexible, or maybe they'll get more backlash about TPM requirements from education. Who knows? Right. And clearly this is just the beginning. I'm sure Microsoft isn't looking to... Uh, give up anytime soon on the education market, even if Google does have a pretty strong grip on it. Lori, thanks for your time. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.